A new report into what we can do to try and mitigate some of the mad weather that we've been facing this year. We need to make our city spongier. Now, there's a report on this by the Helen Clark Foundation. The author and deputy director of the foundation, uh, Kelly Mercier, is with us. Kelly, morning. Morning, how are you? Very well indeed. Did you look at stone fields in Auckland? Yes, that was one of the ones that um, we looked at. There's, there's some really great examples of sponge city approaches in Auckland now and, and quite a few good things planned there. Um, the One of the things we've recommended is that um, that New Zealand as a whole needs to do more. I think Auckland's doing really well, other places less so. Yes, indeed. Uh, so that leads to my next question, because Stonefields is relatively new. In building new, you can do it because we know how to do it. How do you retrofit? Can you? Yes, you can retrofit. Um, it's a bit more complicated than, than when you build a new housing development. <laughs> um, but there are loads of things you could do in, in cities, for example, um, putting uh, trees alongside streets, um, green roofs on, on high-rise buildings, um, daylighting streams. So where there's a stream that's been concreted over and there's space to bring it back to the surface, that can have a huge impact in reducing flood risk. Yeah, see, Queen Street's under a stream, I'm led to believe. So what do you do with the main street in the biggest city in the country? Do you leave it a street or do you go, tell you what, we're going to return it to what it was and what's the cost of that and is there a big political debate around it? Yeah, I mean, it's a case-by-case basis whether it's actually possible. I know they've looked at some streams in Wellington and it's not possible to daylight those just because of um, the way the streets are built and, and where the buildings are and so on. So it's not going to be a, you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all. You no. have to sort of See, what, what I'm inspired by here is this is doable and we know how to do it and therefore we can mitigate some of the circumstances in which we face this year. Do you reckon we actually will? I think we are starting to do it already, and I think one of the big challenges is keeping up that impetus. So we've seen what can happen if you don't prepare for climate change um, earlier this year with devastating consequences. And so how do we keep that momentum going is one of the big things. And I think having a commitment from above, a central vision for sponge city approaches um, is going to be really key. Good stuff, Kelly. Appreciate it very much. Kelly Mercier, who's with the Helen Clark Foundation. Uh, My concern, and the reason I asked the last question, of course, is that we're hearing increasing numbers of stories from Hawke's Bay, from West Auckland, from Northland, from Tairawhiti, seven months on, we still haven't got any real action. I mean, yes, we all turned up with a high-vis vest, didn't we, for days one, two, three and four. Then we got bored and went home and left everybody to it. And so with the, it's not like we don't have the solutions. The solutions are all there. It's just that we don't want to have the conversation and actually do anything about it. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.